0: Let's jump right into it. How are we doing, Sean?
1: I'm all right. Uh, it is 10.15 a.m. on the eastern coast of the United States of America. Cool. Um, and I'm doing all right. How are you?
0: Perfect. I'm good. Uh, I feel like I brought the summer back into Germany while uh, coming back from Italy last last week. Uh, so the weather's quite nice today, actually i um, about to be on the birthday party of my friend tonight, so yeah, doing all right. Work done for this week, recording this podcast, and then start the weekend for sure.
1: Cool. What'd you do in Italy? Uh,
0: I was just uh, traveling, doing this road trip for about nine days with my best friend through a couple of uh, cities, Milan, uh, Florence, uh, Bologna, uh, Pisa, and some yeah seaside beaches and stuff. Nice. How did you get
1: around? Did you take buses and stuff, or no, train? We just took
0: The car, actually.
1: Oh, you took yeah. the car. Okay, yeah.
0: nice. Pretty, pretty neat solution for uh, Europe get around. Yeah. Right. <laughs> From <laughs> Germany, where where we were at. Yeah. Yeah. Fortunately, we didn't not uh, did not get to connect last time you were here, but we will talk about that in a second. Um, <laughs> yeah.
1: What a trip that was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. Yeah, dude, we'll get, we'll get to that in, in a second. Why don't you uh, introduce yourself real quick, say some words about what you're doing at the moment, and I think we will roll it off chronologically of how we met and stuff.
1: Sure. Um, so my name is Sean. Um, I'm from New York. Um, 22 years old, soon to be 23 later in the year, I guess. Um, uh, right now, uh, well, I just finished uh, university. And um, I finished university in the middle of a pandemic, which is pretty awful, Um, which doesn't really open up my uh, opportunities to do much uh, at the time being, you know, but um, it was actually good because it gave me a choice or it gave me a chance to just really think about where I want my life to go because I couldn't do anything. So I had to really think. And um, I I guess you could call it lucky that I realized what I actually want to do. But um, I wish that I had realized earlier, of course, who doesn't? But um, yeah, I started realizing that I wanted to do a little bit of English teaching or maybe become, I don't know, uh, a professor in English or something. I really just I started reading a lot after after college and during college. And I realized that, like, I really just love um, languages and and literature and in different languages. And I think it really connects people and it connects me I think more deeply to the things that i like so i started realizing that i was going to do that um or that at least my life was leading in that direction yeah. and so i yeah i just took i kind of started taking that path i took like a class online you know while the pandemic was going on like i said i had to do something i wasn't like there was there was nothing going on so i figured i'd make the best usage of my time and in in between i've been working you know, just I work at a bar. I'm a bartender. Um, kind of drifting right now, but you know, I I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be a little bit until a lot of us find that spot that we've tried to get to. You know, so um, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. <laughs>
0: that, that sounds super awesome. That opens up a lot of things I want to talk to you about today, actually. So that was kind of a perfect introduction. Um, I found it really interesting. Um, because I think. Right now, as you said, we're all kind of in this mode of like, uh, are, we, are we there yet? Are we there yet to come to this, yeah. back to this normal? But honestly, I'm at the point where I'm thinking it's never going to be like it's it was before. Mm-hmm. And the sooner you kind of get used to the way it's going to be. And by that, I mean, not knowing how it's going to be. Yeah, yeah of um, course you're better off and that's true while doing that perfect thing you said, just trying to figure out what you want to do in the situation, because the truth is no one knows what's going to happen. No one knows what's the right thing. And I don't want to get into the debate of being vaccinated or not today and how that will uh, slowly split our uh, our communities. If we don't watch out for that, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's 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 an awesome thing what you said with trying to use your time wisely um, while not being able to do shit anyways, excuse my language. And uh, yeah. I'm wondering
1: if I was allowed to do anything like that. Yeah, I know. Do that, dude. It's my okay.
0: podcast. I don't know what the fuck we want. If they take yes. it off, start something new. Uh Yeah, no, but that's that's exactly uh, one of the things I want to talk about today and and I can totally understand what you mean by, you know, connecting to people through different cultures, through different languages. I think yeah. that suits it perfectly of, of how we both actually met. Why don't you want to. exactly Yeah. Like how, of how you experienced that whole, the whole situation. I don't even know how it started probably in, in school. It was, it was,
1: we, we had that school, we had a language school and you were taking Spanish classes and I was taking Spanish classes and, I remember noting that you weren't in the first level Spanish class which means that you knew some Spanish before you took the class or or you quickly graduated to the A2 or something like that but I remember realizing that and being like oh this guy speaks a little bit of Spanish and then we went out and you spoke a lot of Spanish <laughs> I was like oh crap okay wow and obviously like everybody becomes fluent in Spanish when you're in Spain drinking a bunch of beer going (laughs) you know like (laughs) yeah that's just kind of how that works um but yeah that was it and I remember one day um I was living with a host family and it was like like really they were very um I guess closed off you know like they didn't let they didn't really like um other people being in their house and stuff and like they were just like kind of like stay away type thing, which I understand, you know, they live in the middle of a city. Like you never know who can walk through your door. Yeah. Um, so one time um, I guess people were going out doing thing that we, that we had done a bunch of times already or whatever. And I was just like tired. I didn't want to go out and I'm laying in bed watching like, I think it was like Avengers end game or no, 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 Avengers infinity war or something. Cause I hadn't seen it yet. And all my friends are talking about it. It was just like 2019, right before Endgame came out. Exactly. And uh, I'm watching it. And this guy, Leon, just like bursts through my door. And he's just like, hey, hey, you coming out tonight? You, you, we're going to go out tonight. <laughs> I, was like, I was like whoa it's the guy from class you know <laughs> <laughs> we had like we had briefly met before that but you you were friends with my roommates so that's why you were there but i was so confused at first because i was like how did he get here and then adam comes in right behind you he's just like oh yeah uh, we're gonna go out we're gonna go to the, the cafe berlin and then we're gonna go to La Catina, or whatever you know and i remember just being in bed be like no i'm all right <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i think i'm yeah. gonna stay in bed but uh yeah i remember that being one of my my earlier encounters with you before and i was like i like this guy i like his uh his audacity his spirit because <laughs> you really did you really did almost convince me to go out that night but i was still tired
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was a little sad because i was uh you know the guys were were always partying adam and jake you know always yeah. always into it always going for it and at some point that was a little much for me so thinking yeah. that night we also both understood okay this is a guy you know yeah. both yeah i remember that also take a chill night out and, you know just yes. have some have some talks and i think this where we're all kind of started through the whole thing going down in valencia by the way in spain uh through yeah. all the trips we took with the with this group that was around nice. us slowly building up awesome nights at you know bars and clubs but also like having those talks like we have now and for me, it's always super difficult to really understand where it all started, right? Mm. I won't forget that encounter, for yeah. sure not. And yeah. um, But then, yeah, it kind of kind of went from there, right? Just uh, enjoying those few months. I was there. I was only there for three months, unfortunately. You were there mm. for a little longer through school, idea, I believe. Yeah, I
1: was there for like, uh, I think I, I got there January 10th, left May 10th. So, however many... I think that's, like, four or five months. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, I got I got there, right? I think around by the middle of January. And then I left uh, by the end of March and then I go to, yeah. to Canada.
1: Did you yeah. leave, like, right after FIAS or something?
0: Um, yeah, well, I was only in school for two weeks because I was only doing this, like, right. pre-internship Spanish refreshing course or whatever, which... I don't know. It was a full program for me because I only... I'm surprised you said I, I was speaking so well in Spanish because I was not feeling comfortable at all.
1: No, you totally were.
0: The fact was, I only had one one year and like four months of Spanish in school mm-hmm. before I, you know, before I went to Valencia. So it yeah, was kind of like right. jumping in the cold <laughs> water. But,
1: in Spain, yeah,
0: You know, whatever works. And then I went to do that internship at that startup and then we, we saw each other through all the trips and the and the parties that we did through the through school and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, the, the way that it worked was that people just kept in contact. and Exactly. You know, like, if you yeah. meet a, a cool guy at school, it's, like, pretty safe to say that going out with that person, with a group of people, would, wouldn't be that bad. It probably would be pretty fun, you know? <laughs> so, like, yeah, it wouldn't be awful, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, they would always just, like... Be like, oh, I met this guy at the school, invite him. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't really matter. It yeah, was just, exactly. Anybody there was pretty much invited. Yeah. Yeah. percent Yeah, it was so fun.
0: I really 100%. loved that. Yeah. yeah, I also remember the last night that I was there where we were like trying to get together this group, and it ended up being a super random group that again started at Cafe Berlin, this one cafe like bar thing near where you lived in Shativa. And then we went, we went from there and up, ended up in this Irish pub or whatever English pub.
1: Yeah, was it and, Liverpool?
0: Uh, yeah, like this Liverpool bar.
1: Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah I remember oh,
0: that. Was it called Liverpool? Yeah.
1: It was yeah. called cool, Liver. It was called Liverpool. They're <laughs> they they do not hold back with their names. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is called Cafe Berlin, and the other is yeah. called Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The creativity
0: on its on its peak. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was awesome though. That was the last night. All of us just like singing and, and talking until yeah. we moved up. that was that was pretty fun.
1: Was yeah, fun. for sure. Yeah. That's what it's all about though, right?
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Shout out yeah. to the um shout out to the AIP school, man. That place was great. Yeah, <laughs> AIP low
0: language low. school in Valencia. Correct.
1: Yeah. The only reason why we were like able to just constantly have the uh social um. Yeah pressure pushing us together you know
0: yeah they built the, the whole base for us and, and they build yeah. all the trips and everything definitely. definitely yeah for sure how did you experience the the year after i mean now it's been almost two almost more than two years since we both left valencia like what did what did you do during that time and how did you experience the the friendship with me and people that you met there
1: yeah that's a good question um well i guess it at this point warrants the bringing up of of who else I met in Valencia, which was my girlfriend, uh, of, at right now, uh, her name is Michelle. And, um, we met at one of the same bars that Leon and I would always go to just like right down the block from my house. Um, but we met, I think probably like late January. Oh, I yeah, was it yes, it was like February 1st or something, you know, um, we spent around the same, um, Amount of time that uh she was in Valencia for, she was in Valencia for like two more months after I met her. Um, she left in like March, and I left in May. Next time I saw her wasn't until like July or something. Yeah. Um, so. As to the overall question, um, a lot of it was spent waiting to do something, <laughs> you know, a lot of that time after leaving Valencia, when everything was constantly happening, doing like, you know, like I had a lot of friends there and like, you know, obviously I have my friends back home, but you know, they knew, they knew that I was going to, going to do something big. Right. So um, everything was always happening in Valencia. And then once I came home, everything really slowed down. And really just kind of stopped moving and I started working again at this job that I used to work at which was a garbage man at a beach (laughs) you know I was just going from garbage pail to garbage pail picking out garbage bags and just filling them up and getting really dirty and gross and you know that was just that was just my job but you know after living in this like this very um beautiful and 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 uh, uh good climate city you know and then Going straight back and just doing like hard manual labor, like five days a week for, you know, 12 hours a day was like pretty jarring, you know. Um, but yeah, of course, bringing all of the friendships that I had with me back to America was really cool. Like along with you, um, I, I still keep in contact with one of my friends. Uh, you remember Andrew from South Africa? Yeah, of um, course. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. was a great guy. And I still talk to him, you know, from time to time. Uh, you know the only problem is that with this pandemic there's just really not been much to talk about you know like with the people that I met traveling I would normally talk about traveling or you know things that we did together and you know I, I can't really do that because I don't travel as much or I, I do travel but I, I don't like I don't go all over the place I just go to see my girlfriend you know I, I go to see Michelle wherever she is and you know. Yeah. that's also been that's also been defining a little bit of my life past you know Valencia is just like figuring out when I'm going to be able to be with her next you know because I want to do that and you know it's always kind of a thing to, to have to plan you know because I'm either going to go there or she's going to come here and you know during the pandemic we've had we've had multiple times when she was supposed to come here but for some reason, my country just can't get its shit together and start allowing European travelers in. So she's still on the no-fly list, which sucks, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a flight for October 7th that she's just not going to be able to make. We don't know. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> so. crazy.
0: That's crazy. My, uh, my sister actually just flew to the States last Sunday for her high school exchange.
1: And... Oh, so she was doing through school?
0: Yeah, yeah, and the whole visa thing, and yeah, you know, for the whole year, I think that's that's a little bit of a different story, but still took forever. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think most governments in the world are doing the smartest things at the moment. Yeah, with how they treat their their people, but um, yeah, I think something's is going to happen soon. I don't really know what. I don't really want to find out until it does. Um, I
1: think right. they might. They, I mean, I, this is an optimist speaking. I'm hoping that they'll open the borders soon in America, but like I said, you never know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah but so like uh, coming, coming back, uh, how did, how has that affected you though? Like having this huge appreciation, this change from like being able to travel, being able to meet people, from you know different cultures at once and also i think you guys did some traveling in spain in general as well right
1: yeah well i mean along with the the trips that we took with that class which honestly were no they were no normal field trips they were no. they were awesome they were they were culturally enriching <laughs> to the to yeah. the greatest degree that i feel like 90 percent of the people that travel to spain don't get that experience which i yeah. was very unhappy for that but along with that um yeah, Michelle and I did a little bit of traveling. We, 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 uh, stayed in Madrid or Madrid, not Madrid, Madrid for like four days. And, you know, it was really hot and it was kind of hard to walk around, but I was just happy to be there and happy to be with her that we were able to do a lot of stuff and able to explore and, you know, found a lot of like little nooks and crannies of the city that are just super cool, like little tiny restaurants or whatever, or like, you know, cafes. and Yeah. Um, I really love Madrid <laughs> from what I saw only stayed there for a few days, but um, yeah. And within Spain, it wasn't really much. Oh, well, also I went to, I checked out Barcelona. My cousin lives in Barcelona. He's like a Navy ship captain or whatever. So he's got like a really nice apartment or whatever. He was like, Oh,
0: okay.
1: he was like, come visit me. And I was just like, sure. Can I bring Michelle? He was like, who's Michelle? Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no problem with that. So yeah, um, Michelle and I went to Barcelona a little bit. That was like right after we met, and you know, there was never really, um, there was never really like a plan for that. It just happened, you know, um, did a little bit of traveling through Germany, but I would say, yeah, I mean, from ultimately the, the, I was thinking, I was before I was focusing mostly on the micro effects of traveling as in, how did it change my schedule and how did it change how my life was functioning? But I mean, for like the more macro things you know like the big like lifestyle changes um it's definitely definitely taught me that um what I thought was the end was absolutely not and it is to sound as corny as possible it is actually the beginning you know like I thought once I was done with college most of my life I thought that once I was done with college or once I was done with university like there was not much after that and it would kind of just get like I get a job and I get married and I get a house and I do all that. And I was just like dreading all of this stuff happening um, because I'm, I wasn't ready, you know, I'm still not ready. But now I know that there is absolutely like, you know, w- with as many phases of life as I've had already, there's 20 times more that I'm I'm yet to live and I'm excited to live and you know, I'm excited to like get to the next part of my life, you know. Yeah. Um, Which I I didn't I never thought it would exist. But, you know, with all the people I've met, with all the, the lifestyle changes I've made and lifestyles I've chosen, you know, like I know for sure that there will be a bunch more to discover about the world. And I think that was the biggest thing I took about took from traveling.
0: Thank you for that. I think we've, we've just been talking like 20 25 minutes, but I think we could already end the podcast here because those last 2 or 3 no, minutes. No, I don't want
1: to stop talking to you.
0: So enriching. No, me neither. I'm not done with you yet. Don't <laughs> worry. Uh, but that's exactly what it's about, right? Like and that's honestly not making anyone mad, but only people that have experienced that will understand that. And that's just for me that's just the truth and that's why there are so many cliches about people, you know, especially in Germany, going to Australia or going to the States after school yeah. or during school, because there's so many people that are doing that. And I'm super thankful for all of us that we are able to do that. I mean, right now it's a little more difficult, but just generally speaking, there are so many opportunities. And yeah. for me now, I'm at that point where I overcame that, you know, leaving my comfort zone to leave my own country for good, you know, a couple of times that we all just know what we talk about. And those cliches are mostly true, whatever it is. Right, And that's why you also, as you said, you have those cliche sentences that are like, it just being the beginning, Mm -hmm. but it truly is because it's like this new, you know, this new view on life or this new actual world that opens up to you that that of course how should you be able to imagine something like that that's beyond your imagination you know
1: never experienced it right and
0: that's just that's just now we're just not talking about the places that you know like the whole tourism stuff you see
1: yeah not just the the tourists of serrano you know it's like it's the actual feeling you get when you see something i don't know personally as an american when you see something that was built in like 1300 and you're like (laughs) yeah that that, you know i mean in germany you see stuff like that all the time i'm sure but you know my country is younger than that so you know
0: yeah yeah and then that first first of all that and then also what's even bigger for me and what makes it so special is the people and the experiences and the 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 stories behind all those moments you have together you know like like us meeting like that having the parties then like having this spontaneous stay over for you and Michelle at my house when you're about yeah. to depart from the airport in Frankfurt. Like that's what traveling and meeting new people is about for me personally, all those things that happen without you thinking that will happen. Like this whole podcast has yeah. only established because of me being in Valencia because okay. there I met Cynthia, who you oh. also know. And yeah, I met her boyfriend, which who's a super cool guy and like co-founder of this podcast. Oh. And that's why this whole thing established in the beginning, you know?
1: That's so cool. I wish I knew that.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> listen to all of it in, in the first first three episodes of this podcast, how yeah, right, 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 right. It all started. Uh so shout out to everyone who has not done that yet. If they, if they want to check it out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the guest of the show. <laughs> Yeah.
0: That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. But that's that's so cool. And I'm I'm so glad that we could uh that we could uh yeah talk about that and uh it comes from the heart and that's yeah for sure dude. Yeah.
1: I mean and also it's not even like a it's not even like a matter of um it's not even like a matter of 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 being like, oh I've traveled and you haven't, so like I don't expect you to understand like every time someone asks me like, Oh, how was like traveling or whatever? I tell them like, before I tell them anything else, I'm just like, you have to do it. Like you, you just need to go and and go somewhere and doesn't even matter where you could go to the next city. You know, like you live in New York, you can go to Philly, you can go to Boston, just go there and stay there for like a night, two nights, you know, and just be alone, be on your own, obviously be careful. Uh, but like, just like, just, just send yourself into a new place and you know, the more languages they speak, the better, you know, of course, but like, that's just my perspective on it, but like, just, just experience it, you know, and then and you can come back and then you can ask me and then I can tell you, and you know, like, it's not like I'm, I'm going to keep my stories from you just because you haven't traveled, but I do feel like it is almost an inexplicable feeling yeah. of um, being in a, in a new place and, you know, having your guard up, but also taking a bunch of things in, you know. Um, I just remember first arriving in Valencia and just being surprised about how much stuff was the same, you know, because I was expecting it to be like a completely alien world, you know, but I was like, Oh, they still have like billboards and, you know, stoplights and stuff, not stoplights, but like the stoplights look the same, you know, (laughs) you know, I was expecting everything to be slightly different, but you know, you'll, you'll be surprised how much, uh, yeah just how, how much in common uh some random city on the east coast can have with you know valencia right yeah even though that they're two unrelated things yeah no yeah. definitely
0: and then i think those basics and then also how sometimes the thoughts of people living thousands and thousands of miles away uh can be so equal or you know easily comparable to each other just because it's one world at the end of the book. Yeah, just because day. We're,
1: we're humans and we like, yeah. we, we go through pretty similar things, you know, regardless of, of what the filter it goes through is, you know, yeah. and Perfect. that's why that, that that actually brings us full circle to how I discovered my uh, love for languages like that, that, that is it right there is that, um, <clears throat> you know, while, while, while history and, you know, whatever else can affect how a civilization has gotten to this point, um, we're still all at this point and we still all have a lot of ideas that we need to convey and every language finds a way to do it, you know, but every language finds a different way to do it. You know what I mean? So I just think the way that languages are, um, a vehicle for ideas in the modern world and also in the past is just super fascinating to me. And, you know, since I speak English natively, I want to be able to teach that as a story, you know, because every language is a story and I want to teach the story of English to people who are listening. And obviously like, you know, learning English is pretty beneficial (laughs) in the current world. So I'd be helping people out at the same time as telling stories which I think is just super great. And uh, that's how I ended up there. Yeah. was from traveling.
0: From a storytelling perspective, I feel like you're made for podcasts or something like that. This is like, (laughs) we did not plan. He's just like that, you know, like for all Uh, of us, for all of you guys out there listening, that's why I wanted him to be on the podcast. Love it. And I, I, after we checked off the story of how we met and, everything that connects us in that way of, you know, that time of Valencia and everything that happened after that. I've definitely, if you're down, want to do some episode where you and me just talk about things, you know, not necessarily yeah. something that we've experienced together, but just topics in general. Cause I think that would be super interesting. And Let's bullshit, <laughs> that's bullshit, dude. That's <laughs>
1: bullshit. I'm an, I'm an excellent bullshitter as you can yeah. tell. Yeah. It's it's no, I don't. I fact. don't say bullshit. It just sounds like it sometimes. Yeah, new,
0: new category bullshit. Uh, bullshit mm-hmm. round with Sean Burtner. No, but um, like, getting back to what you said, I think you also may just make a title. I think I'll take that for a title. Uh, you know, language as a as a vehicle for delivering ideas. Uh, yeah. love that. Love that quote. And um, it's true. You know, and language can help you in so many ways. And if you don't fully understand the language or don't fully speak it, it can also be a great barrier. But at the same time, I think it's always amazing of how you experience people being native in that language, wanting you to help if you're not like the love I see for most of the Germans If you speak English with them, they will somehow try to manage to help you. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they want to speak it and want to get better at it.
1: I think it's actually just a stereotype that Germans don't like helping English speakers because every time, every time, I mean, like I, I live, I've lived in Germany for like seven collective months of my life. So I have learned a little bit of German and, you know, I can navigate a public space in German. But if there's something specific that I need to ask and I'm not with Michelle, um, I, I have to speak English. And every time I've done that, German people are so nice. German people really have no problem. And obviously, I'm picking the nicest person I can see. Like, I'm picking that guy who's like laughing and smiling, you know, because like, obviously, he's going to be nice. But, you know, um, they, I think it's totally a stereotype that like <clears throat> Germans are like these grumpy guys that don't want to like talk to you on the street or whatever, you know? Um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I noticed you talking about that and I just wanted to uh, tell my experience with it. Yeah, that's
0: cool. That's cool. That's perfect. Yeah. I experienced the same way uh, when being in the States for the first time when I was 15, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, I was not a hundred percent convinced. it's a good idea for me to go there for a whole year at 15. <laughs> um, from- that but- What's that?
1: not 100 percent convinced that yeah gonna, no it was okay. it was a great
0: idea introduced and convinced uh um through my uncle my cousin my dad mainly and a couple of friends i had and i was like you know you know i'm doing the right thing just hop on this plane to new york have this orientation for days and then go to my whole oh, family in, in new hampshire <laughs> touchdown new york wasn't even thinking about it anymore. I think it was like yeah. 150 people from six different countries and, and that's where it all started. That's kind of what made me to become the person I I'm, I'm now becoming more and more and of course now I' it's more it's a little more consciously that I'm navigating myself into enjoying those things that we enjoy together or you know yeah. traveling in general. Um, but I can totally understand what you said about you know being here in Germany, people being helpful, as me being in the States, you know, um, yeah. of course they don't speak German. Uh, I was a little shocked, actually a little side story about this one Austrian teacher uh, <laughs> that was talking to me in German after two weeks being in school. And I was so confused and already so much into the English language that I, uh, I was asking him for, please switching back into English. because so funny. Perhaps after two weeks of just speaking English, I forgot my native tongue. Yeah um which he found quite funny and we also played some german jokes on the rest of the school which was which was pretty cool but in general the american public is is super helpful of uh you know trying to help yeah. with understanding the language and getting better at it
1: i mean like really as an american like living in new york if if, if some like if somebody came up to me and they had a German accent and they were asking like a question about the town that we're in right now, like I would drop everything to help them, you know, or, or a foreign accent in general, just because like we, you just don't get that that much. America is just so big. And Mm -hmm. so if someone's going to come from a different place, they're probably going to go to New York city, Manhattan, or Los Angeles or Chicago, you know, they're not going to come to my little town, you know, like, 50 miles away from, from Manhattan and like, you know, rent an Airbnb, they're not going to do that, you know? So when somebody is there or, you know, like you were in in Vermont or something, you know, when someone is in a place that doesn't have this huge, like cultural diversity, I guess you could say like, you know, when, when when someone talks to you and and you're a native of that place, you're like, Oh wow, this is really interesting. Like, where's this person from blah, blah, blah. You know, like you're not going to immediately just start like, or at least, you know, if you're a kind person, you know, like, you're not going to immediately just start asking, like, where are they from? Like, what are you doing here? Why don't you go back to your country? You know, like, yeah. and, I, and I do think that that is a stereotype of Americans, you know, because, I mean, like, that's actually been said by Americans, like, go back to your country. Um, and that is gross, of course. Um, but I, I do think that it when it, you know, when it comes to like, you know, travelers being from different places of the world like yeah americans are pretty accepting
0: yeah no definitely i mean they played some some jokes on me with the whole accent that i was trying to get rid of subconsciously some things yeah. at the beginning i always used to say idea instead of oh. idea, and yeah. i always said i always had this problem with the v and the w like this arnold yeah. schwarzenegger problem that yeah. he i think just ignored at some point yeah yeah. well
1: that's that's the thing though like (laughs) your 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 english is not going to be identical to anybody else's english same with mine you know but what matters is that you're understood and uh, up until a certain point it becomes like you both have the same laptop but that guy has different stickers on the front of it you know what i mean like it's it's the same thing, that's and okay. it, it functions exactly the same. And you know, as long as you're understood, it it doesn't matter. And that's why I always encourage people to have an accent, or you know, like use that weird word that you know applies to the situation, but normally wouldn't be used, or whatever. You know, because I think you know, language is 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 a, is a uh, also a vehicle for expressing um, uh, individuality. You know.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I mean, there's always funny stories around it, you know, because I always used to say veil, you know, for the animal instead of saying whale. And oh, yeah. it got so big that they were laughing so hard and me taking forever to understand what they were meaning by that. Or, and I talked about that in one of the last episodes with my best friend from New Hampshire, David. And um, he, he always remembers this story when we went to the movies and there was like this ice cream sandwich and for some reason, I can't explain because you would say it exact same way in German. I said, excuse me, uh, how much is that cookie sandwich ice? And she was like, what? Like, sandwich. Cookie sandwich ice right there. And she's like, you mean the ice cream sandwich? And I'm like, yeah, the cookie sandwich ice. That's
1: so and I don't cute. know why oh I God. said that,
0: you know, because in German, you know that too. It would, you would say ice cream sandwich, you know, like... Yeah or a sandwich ice cream just like change turn around dramatically i don't know why i said that but that was the story for life like i got birthday presents with cards and a cookie sandwich ice you know (laughs) like all those things
1: even years after though
0: (laughs) it was was hilarious
1: i i mean if you're a if you're a person who could take a joke uh about something that you messed up like that's fine but yeah. Yeah. Which 100%. you are, you know? So like, yeah. that's, that's, that's another, you know, like little, like funny, um, funny thing that just, I don't know. It only happens when you, when you meet people from different parts of the world, it only does, you know?
0: Yeah. A hundred percent, bro. A hundred percent. Okay. I would suggest um, since we're going to do a bunch more episodes together that mm-hmm. after so many lessons that we, we both think put out to the listener, especially you, um highly of that um let's end this episode with the latest story we both experienced which is also uh funny since we talk about cultures and languages um so you were you were at michelle's until when this year
1: so <clears throat> i flew over like very shortly after I got my second vaccine shot, like, like a day later or something. So I was expecting really bad side effects and I didn't have any, which was pretty awesome. But I landed on April 18th, 2021 Mm -hmm. uh, in Leipzig. Well, actually, I landed in Frankfurt and then took the train from Frankfurt to Leipzig. Um, Stayed with Michelle in Leipzig. We did a little bit of traveling over Germany. I left in early July. I think it was like July 5th or something. Um, but with the, in that time with that I was leaving Leipzig, I stayed in Frankfurt for a few nights. And this was initially planned. I was initially planning to stay with this guy right here, Leon. <laughs> and um, he called me like a day before I left. He was like, like Sean, Sean, I'm, I'm really sick. I, <laughs> I, I don't think you should come and stay with me, man. <laughs> I was like... Like, all right, you know, no problem. I'll just read to hostel for a few nights and you know, walk around friendly so a... bad, man. No, I but yeah. I, I was there was no way I was gonna feel mad at you for being sick, you know, like especially since you sent me that voice message, it was like on a silver platter, it was like a proof that like you were very sick, you know. Um, so I was I was fine with it. So, what I ended up doing was um setting up uh a um. Like a Airbnb or a hostel, you know. I did a hostel for a few nights because I I was leaving Leipzig on Friday. Yeah. Uh, I was going to stay with Leon until Sunday and take my flight mm-hmm. on Sunday morning, and that was and the I, plan.
0: I had an infection, by the way. I I, I didn't have Corona for all the yeah. Airbags. It wasn't
1: it yeah. wasn't Corona. Yeah. It was, yeah. You told me you got tested for Corona and it wasn't. so yeah, I was that's just like.
0: But I was I was just being careful, you know, yeah. with the whole whole situation. But yeah, you, you were in a hostel in Frankfurt. That's where it all of started.
1: Yeah, Leon did not have Corona. I was in a hospital in Frankfurt, and uh, I <laughs> I was just hanging out, you know. Like I I got there super late because I took the train from Leipzig and it got delayed, and it was just such oh my god awful Deutsche Bahn experience. Thank you for
0: traveling with Deutsche Bahn. Yes,
1: <laughs> thank you for traveling with Deutsche Bahn. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, so I got the I got to Frankfurt um, at like. I don't know, eleven forty-five 45 PM, you know, like right before midnight. And my hostel, little did I know, was in directly in the middle of the city, right next to the Hauptbahnhof, which also happens to be the red light district. And so I'm walking through with my suitcase and, like, you know, like, <laughs> oh God, <laughs> oh no, like it's very late at night and there's a lot of people on the streets. And, um, I was like, you know, definitely taken aback because the only time I'd ever been in Frankfurt was, you know, in the middle of the daytime or in the early morning when I just flew there. So like there was never really like, you know, um, anything that would make me believe that this is a a very like popping place at night. You know, like there's a lot of people. So anyway, I walk a few blocks and, you know. Only word I would describe it is like slightly sketchy, but that's fine. That's cities in general. That's, um, that's the
0: red light district in general area about around yeah. the main station in Frankfurt.
1: Yeah. At no point did I feel like actively unsafe. There was yeah. just like, you know, there was just like, oh. There's huh. no sketchy,
0: sh- sketchy things are happening around you yeah, somewhere yeah. Or somehow.
1: Yeah. I could tell something was going on and like, you know, <laughs> I had no problem with it. I just didn't want to like get shanked or whatever, you know, but whatever. <laughs> So I get to my hostel and it's like, it's like just like a cutout in the wall. Right. And you just like walk in and you have to hit this bell and it's like a barred off door. Like you, you cannot just walk in, you know, because everybody would just be walking in because it's like a nice ass hostel in the middle of the city. And so I'm just like, I ring this bell. I'm just like sitting there with my suitcase. I'm just like, (laughs) you know, waiting for the door to open. I open it. I walk in. And you know, later that night, uh, it's just like I find like this nice little spot. I'm drinking a beer, and you know, like these two Danish guys come up to me, and they're like, they want to smoke some weed or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, you can smoke it. I don't really care. Like, I'm not going to smoke it with you, but you could definitely smoke it right here. And so these guys end up being like my friends for the weekend, you know, because like that's just how traveling works. You meet these. Random people that you get along with, and you're like, okay, cool, let's do stuff together. Like, it doesn't matter, you know. Like, and 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 you know, like when you're out with them at any point, you could just go do it, go do what you want because there's nothing tying you to these people, it's just like a common experience, you know. Exactly. So, so we go out uh on Saturday morning, we go out and uh, we're just chilling, you know. And they're like talking about um, their friend Yost, and I'm like, oh yeah, who's Yost? He's they're just like, oh yeah, he's just this, like, um kind of wealthy guy <laughs> that we that we met on our travels and um he's been you know like taking us to like different places and stuff and uh i was just like oh okay cool you know um they have like a wealthy friend you know so so we end <laughs> up going out with yas that night or or you know we were we were like drinking in the hospital in the hostel and like playing a little bit of pool and yas was like oh yes if you'd like to come uh you like open this up to everyone. He's like, if you'd like to come to my private villa in Majorca uh, next Friday, uh, you're all invited. And we were all just like, oh, all right, um, I guess. And I was thinking like, oh yeah, if I stay in Frankfurt until Friday, I, I'm still allowed to be in Europe for another week. You know, my Schengen visa doesn't expire until another week. So I was like, if I stay in Frankfurt for another week, I can hang out with Leon, you know, like he'll, he might feel better and like we could really get this working. So I started thinking, and then I didn't realize that I was just putting this whole plan to rely on this random guy that I'd met at a hostel that I had no idea if he was telling the truth. And like all of these like Danish dudes were just like, oh yeah, like I I, I believe him. Like I I totally like he's sh- he's showed me how wealthy he is. He's so, totally like, legit. legit. Yeah. Yeah, he's totally legit. He's totally not <laughs> taking us to some random, like, you know, <laughs> cliffside in Majorca or whatever. So, um, I, I really almost like fully went through with this plan. I almost just completely committed. And then like, I, Me I was too, yeah. Con- yeah, I know. And I was having a conversation with these guys and they said something that was just so like, I'm not going to repeat it. Cause it was, it's kind of like an inappropriate, but it was just like very indicative of their, uh, not so nice or not so fair personalities and I realized that I was about to like book a trip with these dudes. And I was just like, screw this. No way. Like I, I, I got up from where we were sitting and I just, I went up to my room and I was just like, I'm not doing this. I, you guys are awful. Like, <laughs> I don't even know if this, this villa even exists, you know? So, um, I just got up got in my bed, like took, took a quick shower, went to bed. It was like 3am. I had a flight the next morning, which I had pretty much already decided that I wasn't going to get on, you know? So I had a flight the next morning. I checked into my flight, uh, went to sleep, got up and just like walked to the Hauptbahnhof. got a, well, and then when I got to the Hauptbahnhof, I was already too late for the train because I couldn't, I, I couldn't figure out what was going on with the train. So I took a taxi, um, to the, to the airport and, uh, as soon as I got on that plane, I just felt, like, all of my worries and all of my stress about staying an extra week and, like, doing all this stuff, I just felt it, like, melt away. Like, I just, like, I put on The Shining on, like, the the movie screen. I put on The Shining. I fell asleep. And I woke up to the point when he's, like, walking with the axe around the, around the hotel. So, I had that experience. But, um, yeah, overall, it was just, like, it was very impulsive that I decided to do this with... Uh, yeah these people that I just met, but I, I thought, you know, I was like, oh, this is what traveling is all about, you know, like impromptu trips to Mallorca. And then I realized that like, it's absolutely not, you know, traveling is about like, you know, enriching yourself and exploring new things and doing it safely, of course, because what I was about to do was a huge risk that um, I was ready to take because I was just feeling very impulsive, but it ended up, you know, after, talking to these guys a little bit more and realizing what I should really be doing. It totally showed itself as a bad idea. And I was glad that I was able to backpedal a little bit from that idea. And, you know, like, I'm glad that I didn't realize this Sunday night when I had already missed my flight. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, yeah. And ultimately like you were still in Frankfurt. So if I realized later in the week that I didn't want to do this, I probably could have been like, Hey Leon, like, can I just, can I chill with you? You know, like, you know, So I wasn't really like, uh, yeah, I wasn't super, uh, super worried about that. But yeah, Yeah. that was. Yeah, I
0: think that's that's perfect because uh, now we can conclude through that story at the end. First of all, funny shit. Uh, Second of all, it could have all worked out because there has been situations probably not for me. And I think for you, neither for that big of a project or for that uh, big of a just like unimaginable thing to go down. It's like meeting Mm -hmm. a millionaire and going to his villa. But it might as well would have worked out. And sometimes, you know, the spontaneous impulsive decisions are the best. But then again, of course, as you said correctly, it's always good to kind of feel into it, to kind of have that empathy and you know emotional intelligence to look in, okay, who who am I actually surrounding myself with? Right. And uh, I think it's a perfect note to end on for something to talk about next time um you know people that you surround yourself with uh that can make and i think also uh yeah taking the word of destiny because that's honestly the biggest feeling i had when we were talking about it i i will always remember that on the phone that night like bro you want to come to mallorca with this crazy millionaire from england and i was like (laughs) what now (laughs) we're gonna leave hey, to, like in two days what the hell is yeah.
1: happening and then like, yeah you were like Sean, aren't you like going <laughs> yeah and
0: then, like the next day getting up and i'm like sean so what's the plan now what's what's going on yo, yeah i just landed in new york what what <laughs> yo completely changed my mind those guys are assholes yeah. and i'm like
1: what the fuck just happened? no because because i yeah and you were probably like fuck this guy like this like no, sean just no, told no, no, me about no. this like, no no but like but what I, I called you, I was just like, this is what happened. Like, these guys are terrible. Yeah. Uh, it was like a, basically an escape plan, you know, like, because yeah. I, 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 I ran from that hostel once I was gone because yeah. they were like not happy. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was funny. Great, great, times. <laughs> great
0: times. All right, man. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thank you for this awesome talk. Uh, it was even better than I wasn't imagining it. Uh, oh. Have a great, great weekend. I'm, I have no freaking idea when this is going to come out. I was actually cutting another podcast this morning. Okay. Uh, it'll come out at some point. Um, people are going to enjoy it, I think. And yeah, um, we'll be back for sure with some more uh, life lessons and stories, I would say.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I'm not sure how licensed I am to give life lessons, but I can give my own life experiences. Yeah, I'll give you I give, give, give you a
0: neat one. There it
1: is. <laughs> cool. All right. The Leon License.
0: Yeah, the Leon License for Life Lessons.
1: Oh, wow. It's very alliterative.
0: Yeah, I should have put a badge on it, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. to. All right, dude. Leon, mean. thank you so much, man. No problem. All right.
0: Till next time.